the only podcast with a hard out every Friday immediately after recording. No exceptions. This is Shay's. Welcome to Shays. I'm Bombers. Wait. No. Almost. Almost. Hey. Welcome to Bombers. This is Shays. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to Shays Bombers. Nailed Shazers. it. Shay and the Bombers. I've listened to that band at Fake Fest. Yes, you did. <laughs> Welcome to Bombers. I'm Bomber number five, Degs. With me today is Bomber number one, Shays. 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 And also bomber number three, Zybe. I Zybe here. Oh, jeez. That's awful. Uh, I'm excited. Are we done yet? All right. I'll see you later. No, come on. I'm excited for this episode. Hard literally... out every Friday. Oh, my... It's Well, it's Thursday. Wait, what day is it? Wait. No, it's Friday. Dude, it's... T- oh, my God. <laughs> is I almost Tuesday? had a heart attack. <laughs> it's like, I can't go back to the office tomorrow. I can't. I can't. I won't. I thought you were. Actually, yeah. Many <laughs> bridges. It's beside the point. Besides the point, I'm working overtime. I can't go back to the office tomorrow. Oof. Uh, harsh. Uh, instead, you should join the bombers here on this podcast that we're recording for our amazing friends. I'm I'm uh, glad that we're here for a second week back in a row. Let's uh, let's keep this trend up. Let's keep doing it. It's fun talking to you guys, and it's fun having all of those people out there, you know, all 11 of our fans listening. Yep. Yep. Sure is. Sure was hoping that Zybe would, would come in here. Did I? Am I bleeding? I am bleeding. Oh, my. <laughs> I should really get some popcorn. <laughs> I have a I have a hangnail. Like, I have a really bad hangnail problem where, for some reason, they just keep coming back. Your nails hang. And when that ha- like, I, you know, I try to, like bite them off as you're not supposed to do and then they start bleeding and then they come back again and then I bite them more and then they keep coming back and bleeding. Well, so you should use nail trimmers to make them cut red skin and then they won't, you know, stretch too far and they also hopefully won't bleed. That's what teeth are just nail trimmers of the mouth. Bastardized yeah, what, what nail it, trimmers. What do you think the cavemen and women did for cutting their nails before we had nail clippers? They ate them and that also provided sustenance in the harsh Neanderthal winters. I'm pretty sure they didn't need to bite on their nails. They just naturally uh, made them get smaller by using them, using their fingers physically. That's how they cut down trees. Us gamers, like, we don't have that issue because controllers aren't rough. I mean, not your controllers. The problem is they're not shaped correctly, so when I'm playing and stuff and my fingers are moving, I'm not grinding the nails off on the back of the controller. There's... Mark it that. Let's make a nail trimming like a pedicure... Xbox controller. I mean, I, the the number of controllers that Microsoft rolls out like per week at this point without having any games to use them on, I would not be surprised if they started adding features like that to their next controller. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We gotta like patent that before it gets stolen out from under us. Every time you okay. pull the trigger, I'm... you uh, grind off another millimeter of nail. Is there gonna be like a DDR dance pad that does it for your toenails? Dude. That's a million dollar idea. <laughs> oh, did I say million? I meant billion. Did you say Let's billion? for trillion? Did you mean we'll lose money on it? I feel like that's what you meant. What are you eating? It's a pepperoni roll. Oh, dude, I love those things. Yeah, man. Uh, I have some pepperoni pizza right here. Unfortunately. So I'm not going to pick any anymore. It's not it's not like my mom's homemade pepperoni rolls though. It's from a store. Still pretty um, good, but your mom's homemade pepperoni rolls are so good. out of Ugh. this world. You know, yeah, you know what I I might I think next fake fest I'm going to have some of those made up and Oh uh, man, totally. Yeah. Free admission for you if you bring that. I, a whole year. I am going to start uh charging uh for fake fest because That's reasonable because it is a little bit of a, a you, drain on you. You clowns ate so much food that I had to take out a second mortgage. Wow. Do I get in for free if I bake cakes? What kind of cake? Don't say carrot. I don't know. 
whatever Himaru feels like having for his birthday. Oh, yeah, because oh, it's yeah. his birthday. That's right. That'll be fun. Speaking what, of does... Himaru, Zaibi, oh, <laughs> what's the next thing on the show that we do every week that I love? That you love? Uh, I don't know. I don't know a thing about that, but usually the next thing we do on the show is bombastic news. The news that's bombastic. If you're enjoying our conversations, you can feel free to uh, join us in text-based conversations in our Discord, link in the description below, where we have uh, fun chat rooms full of people and such, and we also do some clubs like Video Game of the Month Club, Album of the Week Club, Club Sandwich, and Ring Fat Adventure Club. Now, Zyber, what are all of those clubs about? Exactly what their titles describe. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. And you can find out more if you join our Discord and look into that yourself. Dig. Maybe I will join the Discord. Also, if you feel like uh, emailing us or whatever without joining our Discord, you can email us at uh, thisisbombers at gmail.com. Uh, recently, we have started to finally receive a fanfiction <gasps> about us. Uh, thank you, Josie. Uh, we'll be reading the, se- the second chapter of that at the end of this episode. Stick around. It's going to be really cool. It's, it's going to be great. metal. You probably haven't even read it yet, have you? No, I, I, d- I, I don't read it to preserve the integrity <laughs> of the reading. All right. I don't know if that's uh, how that works. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitch at This Is Bombers, where we lovely like to lovely play games lovely. I don't know why I keep saying that word. What? Sorry, you smell toast? <laughs> I did yesterday, actually. It was terrible. Was someone making toast? Hey, is the no. is the bombastic news segment over yet? Because I have a comment. I have a, actually more of a question. Is it done? Sorry, you'll have to uh, ask that question in the Twitter uh, Discord server. Questions for bombers. Where we might answer it. Question for bombers notebook. Bombers notebook questionnaire. Which honestly, we we do need a bunch more uh, questions. So uh, shoot us some more because we would love to do some more mailbag episode type stuff. Yeah, we have some good ones in there right now. I think there's a good like jumping off point if we wanted to do like a mailbag episode or whatever. But uh, but we do need more. Like we we always need more. So if you yeah, ever have a question forgot. for us, just keep those questions coming. We do love. I completely them. forgot that we started doing one question a week and then didn't. Anymore, and then we just didn't do a podcast for a while, <laughs> dude. So oh well. Thing, oh well. Shout outs. Stuff. Happens. Shout outs to our friends of the show, Haley, my fiance, and Himaru, and shouts to our best friends of the show, Anne, Rob, and Josie. Woo! Shout outs. Shout shout. Yay! Hey, loud noises. We love you. You can also become a friend or best friend of the show by giving us money through Patreon at This Is Bombers. Where you can give us money and get benefits like being our friends. Like the shout out that you just heard. You can be a friend with benefits. Join our Discord as a friend and you'll be able to see all of our lovely animal pictures. That we post yeah, we post just really animalistic photos on only our only friends. Which is only only for our friends. (laughs) Wink wink. Nudge nudge. Can I ask my question now? You could have asked at any time. That was the secret. So the way that Zyber pronounces Discord sometimes is like Discord. Like he puts the emphasis on the cord part, which is fine. It's like- but it also reminds me of how my grandma... So I would go over to my grandma's house and I would bring like my N64 and I'd be playing like Mario 64 or Mario Party or something. And uh, she would always say, oh, you know, are you uh, having fun with Mario? Mario. Uh, Mario. Is that an East Coast thing? Is that an East Coast thing, Deg? Because I know like a New Yorker or a a New Jersey dude that says it like that. And I'm like, it's pronounced Mario, but he always just says Mario. I think it's like an Italian-American sort of. It's a British thing. Italian British, British, Italian British American. It's all it's all those weird European people that we definitely (laughs) have not invited any of those into our community. Uh, you know, listen, if you live in another country and, and you're in our discord, I can't help you. You're going to have to, you're going to have to listen to us pronounce things weird like discord or Dandelion or Or Mario, (laughs) Mario or Mario, which would be weird for you. Yeah. Freak. Let get, let's beat him up. (laughs) He's different. Shun him. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, what what's next? Aluminum instead of aluminium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, aluminium yeah. is really weird, British people. What is wrong with you? That's not even how it's spelled. Like it'd be one thing if if like it was America screwing things up and just being like, no, we're gonna be different and just like take all the U's out because we hate them. But the aluminium thing, that's not even like what it's spelled aluminum. We aluminum. I think the American pronunciation should just be aluminum. It should just be take aluminum. all the take all. Take all the U's out. Aluminum. Aluminum. Let no more U's. There is no U in America. There's only me. Oh, jeez. Get it? <laughs> it's not uh, bad. That's not bad. I'm pretty proud of you on that one, actually. Uh, There's also I. Oh, hey, God. things that don't have U in them, what are the upcoming releases? <laughs> the upcoming releases are <laughs> July 27th. We got, actually, you know... It's been kind of a slower summer for like major releases, and I, I wouldn't describe any of these really as like major releases, but some really solid ones here coming your way if you've been if you've been itching for these types of games. How about uh, my the my number one uh, anticipated title for July twenty seventh, The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, the next chapter in the Phoenix Wright uh, kind of Ace Attorney series. Uh, this one follows goes all the way back to Phoenix Wright's ancestor. Uh, Herlock Sholmes and uh, some other dude. Uh, it's coming to the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PC, and I can't wait to get my hands on this one uh, on uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, the twenty seventh. I would totally play a game titled uh, Herlock Sholmes and some other dude. <laughs> and some other dude. I think Nobody that was one of the him. that was one of the novels. I think actually, it was the working title. Yeah, and they were like, well, let's market this. Well, they they did like some. Focus groups. I, I, I question the the name of this game being the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles because as not following it, I see Chronicles and I'm like, oh, it's just a collection of old Ace Attorney games. Cool. I thought so too. The whole the the way that they have named the Ace Attorney games like makes no sense. Like the Justice for All is the second Ace Attorney game, but Justice for All, I don't know if it's the word all or like it almost sounds like final. Like for all, final. For, I don't know. Like it just or four being like number four. It just seems like it should be like the last one in the series, but it's the second one, and there's like six games. It, the whole I don't know. Is there ever gonna be a last one of the series though? It'll be. Like, did they um, kill off Phoenix Wright, and they're still like going on or something? Phoenix Phoenix Wright Final Justice. And then they did. Then they did uh, a Miles Edgeworth spinoff game. They did an Atal- Apollo Justice game. Apollo Justice was like Phoenix's. Uh, menti- was there like menti- a series? But, series? but yeah, series but, of Apollo Justice things. I think there was only one Apollo Justice game, but Apollo was then oh. in subsequent Phoenix Wright games. So like it went back. F- it went from Apollo Justice back to Phoenix Wright, and like. Uh, they're all in the same continuum. Like, you have to play all of them. But you wouldn't know that just looking at the titles of the games, which I have a problem with. And the Professor Lane crossover. Right. It's like, uh, which one's more complicated? Uh, Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright, or Kingdom Hearts? Ace Attorney. Dude, Kingdom Hearts, what are you talking about? At least the Phoenix Wright stories make sense within themselves. At least some of the Kingdom Hearts games have numbers in them. You can't even the you titles. can't even pronounce this some of the games with all. the numbers in the title. What? Like what? Like three hundred fifty eight over two days. Three five eight days over two. Yeah, no, you're right. That's pretty bad. I attempted to play Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, the very first one. And I could not suspend disbelief enough. Uh, like, I'm bad at those types You're of games. Like, this of is not how games. trials si- work. Why is the judge so <laughs> dumb? Guys, it's Japan. Or or just like, what do you mean I lose? I proved my client didn't do it. I don't care who did it. I'm <laughs> scot-free. Bye. Nope, nope. It's guilty until someone else is proven guilty. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the best one is in the, the most recent Phoenix Wright game, Spirit of Justice, uh, which I actually just finished probably a couple months ago. Uh, where if you, where if your client is found guilty, you are also found guilty, and you are sentenced to death. It's great. <laughs> I can't, I can't with those games. Why is uh, death always the sentence? Why can't it ever just be community service? Well, mostly because you're defending people for like multiple murders. Yeah, I mean, usually it's like a murder case. It's not their which fault. It, it seems weird that like how many murders can there possibly be? Like Phoenix Wright isn't getting assigned to all of them, is he? Because it, it feels like there's way too many. Well, I mean, the games ostensibly take place in America, so <laughs> yeah, Los it's Angeles, like those hospital shows where like 
they take out half the country by now if all the death and tragedy is happening. Yeah. Or any any police procedural, like NCIS or whatever those shows are called, Law and Order. I don't know. It's like, you're going to run out of people in your city. Why have they not ran or- away yet? Although that's my question of, like, Batman stuff, too. Why have you not ran away Do you away guys remember... There was a sitcom in like the mid to late 2000s called Psych. Uh, my wife, my wife yeah, was I really remember. into it. It was psych. like a psychic who you know went around solving murders, and it was in Santa Barbara, California. Which I don't know if you guys know Santa Barbara. It's like a town. It's like a city of like sixty thousand people, and they're solving murders every single week in Santa Barbara. It's not something that happens like ever. I don't know. Yeah, there there's more than one. TV show where it's like it was a quiet little town until at least one person died literally every week. A quiet town, nothing. Murder capital yeah, of the world. Usually, there's murders around here. It's from drive-by shootings, and it's certainly obvious who did it. It was the guy That's in the car terrifying. driving away from the dead dude. That's who did it. Yeah. Speaking what else is coming out? Speaking of drive-by sad. shootings, and Microsoft kind of a, Flight Simulator is coming to the Xbox Series X, and you know what that means. The sex box, the sex shootings. box has a game, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a drill. The sex box has lifted. A game, a- but is also available on yeah, PC. Yeah, but let's be honest. I don't care because this game is so gorgeous that I'm just going to give it to the Xbox uh, on this one because... Like, I, I don't care about flight sims, but the level of detail with which they've rendered, you know, the real world Everything. is incredible. Look at some trailers. It is really cool. I, I've looked at trailers. It's freaking beautiful. I love it. And it's I actually do kind of care about flight sims, so. Your entire old job was a flight sim. If I want to... Well, I mean... <laughs> basically <laughs> if i want to simulate flight i'll just jump out a window that's not a simulation that's That'll be... reality that's not that's not flying it's uh falling with style exactly it's a simulation of flying i'm not actually flying do you want to feel old toy toy story came uh-huh. out before josie was born <laughs> Threw up in my mouth a little bit. All right. Uh, final game for the 27th of July. How about Neo, The World Ends With You? Now, this is someone who cares about The World Ends With You, uh, Reed, Deg, or Zyber. It's coming to Switch and PS4. Tell me why I should care about Neo, The World Ends With You if I never played the original The World Ends With You. It's going to have really good music. The gameplay looks like they're actually tailoring it for uh, the actual control system as opposed to the Switch or was it Switch? Yeah, the Switch remake of the first one, which is actually just a port of the phone remake of the first one, which means that the controls, which were tailored for the DS, are uh, slaughtered. So it'll have fun, good controls, awesome music, and trendy costumes. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's, an experience. Because yeah, it's it's basically a un- unique JRPG. It's still fun to play, even if you haven't played the first game. In fact, I guarantee that they are going to expect that most people haven't played the first one, and they're going to tell a story where it's like, if you did, here's some nudge-nudge-wink-winks, and if you didn't, it's a standalone game. Although they did release the anime beforehand. I was going to say, does Square typically assume that its audience doesn't play the previous game before going into the their, their current edition of it? I don't know. I just think that that would be a smart thing to do, because as much as I think The World Ends With You is one of the prime examples of a good DS game, the original DS. Uh, I would I say based on Kim Hearts series, they definitely assume people haven't because every single new Kim Hearts game now has a giant compendium of things that have happened in the past games. Here's well, some th- recaps. I, I think that might and have been... Some, do you that remember might have when? been more of a, uh, a general reaction to the fans' reaction to basically being completely left in the dark on Kingdom Hearts 2 where they're like, who the hell is Naminé? Like, nobody knows. Like nobody played the Game Boy Advance spin-off game, uh, except that was key to the story, by the way. So good luck. I mean, I didn't play it before playing two, and I was just kind of like, a, "Okay, so we're going with this now." <laughs> I sort of just had the basic, "Oh, it's a Japanese game." I just presume that I will not understand anything <laughs> in the story. That's that's it's just how it works. 
all the Roxas stuff was confusing, and there was basically nothing about that prior to that game. That's true. The game itself, yep. like even the stuff that introduced that was new, didn't even make any sense. So I don't know. I'd, square gonna square, I guess. Square Enix, sorry, not Square. Square is the good company. Square Enix is the bad company. Also, for all those people hating on Nomura, Nomura is not behind. Yay! with you. So there you go. Enjoy a Nomura free game, except for no mo Nomura. And even then, there's like five character designers in it. So. And the character designs look cool, and you can look those up right now, even. So well, I really question, like, what is the temperature in this game? How is there people in, like, you know, summer clothes, and then there's the main character in, like, a, a shirt, a hoodie, and a trench coat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get your suspension of disbelief somewhere, Zyber. Come on. Well, right now, I am physically melting in my apartment, so I, I kind of think about that. Similarly, when I'm freezing in a room. Yeah, I always assume that whatever media I'm consuming, being in a TV show, movie, video game, it's always like, whatever temperature I am is the temperature that the people in the game are. Is that something no you find what. yourself thinking about Even often? If I don't think I've ever thought about that. Well, look at you, Mr. Perfect Temperature Guy. Yeah. I don't Hostility? Jeez, out of nowhere. What did I do? <laughs> Called out our media consumption. Uh, how... How about, how about one more, July one more 29th, game Blaster Master Zero 3, coming to Nintendo Switch, PC, Xbox Series X, and PS4, and uh, I think Xbox One, but not the PS5, I think. I don't know. It's coming to basically everything. Get yourself some Blaster Master Zero 3, like- uh, which is the sequel to Blaster Master Zero 2, which is the sequel to Blaster Master Zero, which is a remake of Blaster Master. Yeah. So that's nothing like Project Number Zero 3. This is nothing about math blasters, probably. Mather blather. Mather. Mather blather. town. Say that five times fast. Blaster. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, get that if you like uh, top down slash side scrolling shooters, because Blaster Master is some good stuff. Yep. That it is sure is. Releases. It sure is. I'm yep. going to. Let's segue with uh, Master Blaster probably has bombs in it. Oh, and here's is. the weekly bomb. Although yeah, I, I will reiterate, it. it's not a very uh, good weekly segue bomb. The moment you acknowledge the segue, I do it on so purpose. All oh, our segues no. are always bad because Shay always talks. He about acknowledges them. them. He wants to ruin them, so I preemptively ruined it for you, so that you wouldn't have the capability. Read me some recent news headlines, and we will all decide if it's a bomb or the bomb. Uh, Zyvi, go first. All right. So, news. Uh, the Olympics uh, opening ceremony happened this past Friday, as in the day of our recording right now. And uh, a big thing for a lot of gamers is that uh, Japan, being Japan, uh, played a lot of video game music for the different countries uh, being announced during the opening ceremony. Is this, is this really big news for uh, gamers? A lot of gamers tried to make it big news. I'm just like, oh, okay. I feel like video game music, but they're all like, yeah, one win for the gamers. Or I don't something. know. I feel like this is a pretty big deal for the industry. You know what I mean? It, because it's the Olympics are really only watched by people who probably don't play video games. L- let's be honest. Are you going to watch the Olympics, Deg? No, but that has nothing to do with No, but I'm just saying like I think not. it's a sign that the medium has kind of arrived. And I mean, you know, you could make that argument that it's been arrived for like the past decade or so, but I mean, at the same time, I I think it's I think it's neat that, would... that Japan is willing to recognize the importance of the medium to them as a country as let's be honest, one of Japan's biggest exports in terms of profitability is video games. That and cars. I mean, that's right. and that's you know, it's a big deal. Uh, that's where I think the point is, is that it's not important. It's not that the Olympics have suddenly become no, important for video games. It's that video games video games are important to Japan, and Japan is hosting the Olympic Games. Too many people, I think, are looking at it like a shout-out to them as gamers when it has nothing to do with them. It's all about, hey, one of the big defining features of Japan as a country right now happens to be, as you said, the export of video games. 
So, of course, they're going to highlight the things that make Japan, you know, relevant on the world stage, which is what the Olympics are all about. So let's look at some of these songs that... Wait, can I guess? Playing. Can I yeah, guess? Yeah, what did they like, play? Like, what like, types of... Uh, or w- would I never get it? I mean, def- you can guess genres and you'll most likely be right. <laughs> I mean, there was definitely some Final Fantasy there because there's no way that there wasn't. I would assume that Dragon Quest was probably represented in some capacity. Monster Hunter. Um, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mario, maybe? All three are right so far. <laughs> Uh, I, I think no, I read Mario. that there was like no Nintendo and like oh, people freaked the, I, out. I think I saw that somewhere. That was what I was about to. I was questioning like how much Nintendo did they actually do? Because no Nintendo. Well, Nintendo Weird. probably just didn't sign off on it, don't you think? I mean, they were probably just like, nope, you can't use our IP for anything. Everyone knows Nintendo already. We don't. We don't care. We already have a Nintendo Olympics game. Well, but that's weird. Nintendo has an Olympics. Uh, contractor partnership use, or whatever already. Didn't they use Pikachu but I guess, in some Olympics promotional materials in like 2019 or something? Am I making that up? I have absolutely no well, idea. I mean, when they announced that the next Olympics were going to be hosted in Tokyo, didn't the president of Japan come out of a Mario warp pipe wearing a Mario hat? I don't remember that either. Are you guys watching TV? I'm Dude, I think, I think we're experiencing a severe Mandela effect in regards to like what we imagine would have <laughs> happened versus what actually happened. Like To us, it makes total sense that the president of Japan would come out of a warp pipe and like eat a mushroom and announce the Olympics were in Tokyo. But I don't think that's actually what happened in any I mean, version of reality. Yep. Giant. It, it wasn't a one-up mushroom. It was literally just like, yeah, you yeah. know, a mushroom. Portabella. All right, so uh, let's get through these songs. They got the Dragon Quest introduction, Lotto theme, Fall Fantasy, Victory Fanfare, Tales of Series, Slay's theme guru, Monster Hunter, Proof of Hero, Kingdom Hearts, Olympus Coliseum, because of course they're playing Olympus Coliseum game at Oh, the did Olympics. they? Did Persona? Chrono Trigger. Okay. Ah, did you no say Persona. Chrono Trigger? Oh, here's a great one. Chrono Trigger, Frog yeah! Sting. Oh, wait, dang it. No. No, here oh, we go. Later wow. on, Chrono Trigger oh, Robo. Yeah, thing. dude, I gotta, I gotta watch this ceremony. Right. This sounds Two awesome. Chrono Trigger. Rick rolling everyone. Ace Combat First Flight, Tales of Series, Royal Capital, Dignified, Monster Hunter, Wind of Departure, Sonic the Hedgehog, oh. Starlight Zone, which I don't actually know what song. They should have been supersonic racing. Interesting. For the for, for the forty yard dash or the hundred yard dash or whatever it is. Follow me. Or the song from Sonic R. Oh, Winning 11 Pro Evolution Soccer eFootball walk-on theme. No. <laughs> Fall Fantasy main theme, which makes sense. Then he's Fant- Fant- Fantasy Star Universe Guardians, Kingdom Hearts Heroes Fanfare, Gradius Nemesis, 01 Act 1-1. So Gradius. Near Initiator, Saga Series, uh... A medley. <laughs> and Soul Calibur, the brave new stage of history. Shay, I need you to look at Dude, only friends those, right those now. Those are some because... Japanese ass Japanese game songs. Why am I looking at the only friends chat? Oh, dude, he totally is. Uh, he totally did was... come out of a warp pipe with a Mario hat. Wait, is this from the ceremony? <laughs> yeah. That's from 2016 or whenever, 2020. I don't know. Uh, it's from the announcement of whenever it was. And are Tokyo, those, like, roses the next feet? Like, they, the crowd throwing roses at him? I think, according to a previous photo that I found, it was like some sort of uh, Mario costume, like straight like he, up. He like, came out in like a Mario tearaway costume where he would just like rip off the overalls. But like pretty much God. almost literally that. I think you'd think the Mario outfit would be underneath in his suit. Is I, I'd be even more into that. Underneath oh, your president okay, was Mario the entire time. I knew it. I'd believe it. And on the US side we have Bowser. Oh my god, you're right. Nintendo is taking over the world. It was their plan all along. It's happened. That looks really weird. Our only our only hope now is Valve. The only thing left you can trust. <laughs> it's Valve. Is a, a Valve. It's it's a, a what do they call it? The Steam Steam Deck thing. I don't even deck. remember. I don't care. 
Deck. deck. I like the word deck. Yes. Deck. It's it's very hard. You got to put a deck on your house. I put a deck on my dad's house. I. Man. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, there's played played songs <laughs> at the Olympics. A lot of gamers are all like, "Yeah, take that! Video game music is real music." And I'm just like, okay. There's a whole lot to unpack with the Olympics anymore. These I mean, days. I was more impressed when we had like gymnastics people purposely picking like Zelda music to do a performance to, not a country that is ran by video game companies playing video game music at their Olympics. I I find I find this thing interesting uh, but mostly on a that's neat that they played video game music at the Olympics opening ceremony, not on a oh, you know, s- score one for the gamers like we're legitimate forces of nature now. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's a it's a cherry bomb. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel indifferent about it mostly. Yeah. Yep. It's it's not great, but it's not terrible. It's just a thing that I guess happened, so it is a thing. Uh Shays, what's your headline uh, for us to cast judgment the, upon? Uh, or the day of recording. Um July twenty third. EA has announced a Dead Space remake. Yeah, you remember Dead Space? You know that single player uh, like horror game created by Visceral, which EA shut down? And EA Motive is going to be developing the project. Mm-hmm. Uh, EA Motive did bring in some of the original Dead Space developers to kind of consult on the development of the game, which, I mean, I guess that's nice. I just... I don't know. Anytime EA does anything, and maybe this is just because of my deep-seated hatred for EA at this point, but like anytime they do anything, even if it's something that in theory should be exciting, like hey, they're bringing back Dead Space to like kind of test the waters on this thing again. I, I just I always think, okay, okay, how are they going to ruin it? Are they going to put multiplayer in the original Dead Space that didn't have multiplayer, and the whole point was that it was a single-player, like scary, designed to be played on your own experience with no microtransactions, no multiplayer, none of that stuff. Because that's what sent the Dead Space franchise into a tailspin. So, like, how yep. are they gonna how how are they gonna reconcile like Ruin their it. new direction as a company, EA, which is basically suck as much money out of consumers' pockets before they even play the game as possible? I, I just I don't know, and and that always makes me nervous. Whether or not it actually happens is a different story, but it but. The fact that that's what I'm thinking about the day that a new Dead Space game, get, or not a new game gets announced, but a remake of the original Dead Space gets announced is, I think, very telling uh, as to how the general public feels about EA. Yeah, that wasn't even my original thought, but now I am concerned about that. But my thought was, cool, another remake, because we definitely don't have enough of those these days. We, don't. we just continually continually reskinning and remaking old properties instead of making new IPs or even new games in IPs which is a little bit harsh but also just like it's safer for EA to happening. remake the original Dead Space than it is for them to announce Dead Space 4 and that is because nobody trusts EA with the property at this point so they can say we're remaking Dead Space which is a single player game so people can let their imagination run wild about like, oh, they're going to mess it up and add microtransactions or something. And that that's fine. But like, there's less of a chance of that with a remake of the original Dead Space than if they made Dead Space 4, if that makes sense. That's fair. Now you see, every time you go to a gun store, now it has loot boxes in it for you to buy. In fact, there's no in-game currency anymore. It's all real world. You have to buy your games. As long as they're making EA Motive look at pictures on the internet of mutilated dead corpses, I'm all for whatever they're going to do with this game. So I just saw something interesting real quick. Uh, Article saying, a new investment scheme lets you buy shares of a Nintendo World Championships cartridge. Scheme sounds like the correct word for the the description there. I don't even know what what those words mean in that... 
combined together in the way in which you so said So you them. can buy a share of a, of a video game cartridge. Like, you're not just buying the cartridge, you're buying, like, a partial ownership of well, this who cartridge. Keeps the cart- like, what, what does ownership do if it's not, like, in your house? Well, depending on how many uh, people buy into it, you, it gets shipped around the world, and you get to hold on to it for five minutes. Oh, you can't hold on to this. It's 8.5 WADA. That would, like, degrade the price or whatever. You get to look at it in its packaging for... How much Five does minutes, a share and then of the you have to ship cost? it to the next guy in the <laughs> list. Uh, ten dollars, but the shares the How shares, shares will fluctuate in value just like stock. I don't know what. How how bored is everybody? You know, you know, there's a stock it's, market, it's right? Friggin- it's the NFC shares of a cartridge. All well, over the again. cartridge is priced at uh, $211,300, so I guess you could say that there's uh, 21,130 shares if they're currently $10 each. This, this is one of the dumbest... Th- okay, this can't whatever. be real. I want you to post the link in the Only Friends thing. I'll read it on my own time. I don't believe you. Oh, they're, curr- they're currently talking about it in the video game chat. So. I still don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, which which satire site posted this and people IGN. Are it, so. Oh yeah, so yeah, that makes yeah. That's <laughs> oh well, yeah. There you go. Uh, anyway, your um your Dead Space remake thing, I'm calling that a bomb. That I'm is, calling it that is a bomb. Uh, well, it, okay, I'm gonna take this at face value. Okay, I'm gonna assume that they are remaking Dead Space. Okay, they're not making Dead Space with like Dead Space Three bullcrap. They're making Dead Space, and if that's the case, this is the bomb. Dead Space was really cool and deserves a wider audience, and it's an opportunity if it truly is a single player game for fans to put their money where their mouth is and say, "Yes, we want a single player game from EA." Yeah, and we've kind of uh, bullied over Zyber because I haven't Sorry. heard anything from you about this Dead Space news. So, what are your well, thoughts? You know, the Zyber? only EA games I ever really cared about were the Harry Potter games. All right, <laughs> I watched uh, the games done quick do a. Uh, uh, speed run of Dead Space, and I guess I'm confused by what you mean by horror game because all it is is just someone running backwards really quickly through terrain, and sometimes out yeah. of bounds. Sometimes it's monster aliens like just waving at you as you pass them by. Yeah, Dead Space was was interesting when it first came out because it was space zombies, but the twist on it was it wasn't the traditional shoot them in the head zombies. It was basically shoot everything shoot but them the in the head. foot yeah chop shoot their him limbs in the off head. shoot him in the knee shoot him in the eye so they can't see go team bombers and um oh boy and uh one thing i do remember about dead space though is that it did have uh, a bit of an over reliance on jump scare mechanics as opposed to setting good atmosphere i thought dead space had great horror. atmosphere and the jump scares were ancillary to that but i mean yes there were jump scares but i i i still feel that a jump scare can be done well i just think that most are not you can see Deg's my, disapproval uh, my of my opinion of jump yeah, scares no, well, he shakes his head you know i do love how <laughs> i love how we always get to the second item and then we give up on waiting to do a bomb or not stuff so. oh we did that on the first one we said that uh the olympic ceremony stuff was a cherry uh, bomb. i don't remember saying that yeah Maybe if you were in the conversation, Zyber. Zybeam. Sorry, I wasn't, no, sorry, I wasn't um, paying attention. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, I said bomb. I said the, I said the Shay, bomb if said at something face else. value it's what they are claiming to be making. And Zyber said care. that he doesn't care because he doesn't play EA games. I found an article uh, regarding Sony's PlayStation 5, which has been out since... November of 2020. When did it actually launch? Like, it was November. Yeah, it was not very long ago. Um, uh, there, there was uh, a Japanese patent filed, or a revision uh, for the um, user manual in, given to Japanese retailers that, it, that is showing a new version of the PS5 that is 300 uh, grams lighter, 
has slightly different screws and, uh, you know, different, uh, different tiny technical Man, changes. That's going to be so the, useful the for when I'm carrying it around for the portability. They need to <laughs> add, they need to add a handle, with, with handle or don't step has. to me with your PS5 redesign. Yeah. What I find interesting about this is, uh, here's a redesign, all of, what are we at now? Eight I months mean, later? Redes- I mean, it's really just tiny little things. Like, maybe they're just trying to cut costs on the amount of material. Yeah. It's lighter, it no longer requires a screwdriver in order to mount it to the stand. Um, just tiny little tweaks. But the point is, they're making these tiny little tweaks and it hasn't even been out for a year, which I think kind of further hammers home the thought that maybe they shouldn't have launched these consoles last year and they should have waited a little bit longer until uh, things got more sensible on the world stage. I have a regular PlayStation 5. Am I supposed to be screwing it into the stand? Apparently. I don't. It didn't come with screws or Yes, it did. Okay, so I set up my PS5. I set up my PS5, which I talked about in the show last week. I set it up last night. And the screw is hidden inside of the stand. It's hiding. Oh, so I might still Dude, have it. Dude, it was the then. weirdest, it was the trippiest, like, oh my god, this is such a Japanese product to be, like, hiding things inside of other things, and you open it, and it's like a cute little surprise, like, oh, a screw fell out. Is that supposed to happen? Oh, that's the screw that I used to screw it into the <laughs> console. That a... That's cute. That's Japanese. Hold on. I'm going to go look for mine. Is that is that important? It, did I did I break? Is this gonna play? <laughs> did I break it? Uh, yeah, it was like I I, I just looked at my wife because she found it. I was like, where the hell is the screw in this thing? And uh, she was just messing with the stand, and she's like, a screw just fell out. And I'm like, that must be it. This is a mad Japanese setup, man. Uh, and we both had a good laugh over that. Uh, lest we forget, PS5 nice. was manufactured by Japanese companies, which. Apparently, going forward, that screw will exist, but not require a screwdriver or something. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I found Japanese. it. How much do you think oh, that boy. screw goes for That's... on eBay right now? If you were to just sell the screw, like four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, the resale market for PS Five accessories, like the screw, screw to mount stand. I don't know. Probably not that much. That's a proprietary screw. I mean, come it on. It is, but it's, like it's Sony, it's really not that hard to screw people. No. this is uh this is a bomb this is dumb like i don't i I don't i just yeah i don't get it i mean if if they're trying to cut costs like shipping costs maybe you could make the argument that lightening it by basically half a pound that's 300 grams about half a pound maybe um but the whole thing is just weird it's it's more just weird than it is a bomb well yeah. Because of this bomb, I found out that I have a screw <laughs> to screw my PlayStation to stand. Because, yeah, I'm just sliding it in. I'm all like, is that it? It feels like it just come out at any second. Thankfully, it hasn't. Well, I would say the news is a bomb, but the fact that we have now saved Zyber's PS5 from destruction is the bomb. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Good work, gentlemen. I'm done. Um, so as I was mentioning, I set up my PS5 last night. Can you guess what the first game I played on my PS5 was? Astro Playroom thing. The That one destruction no. derby. No, it was a Astro trick Bot. question. Astro and Bot? actually, I phrased it the wrong way. Zyber, actually, we talked about this before the show. Yeah, I, I, said, right I said, what was the first game I played after I set up my PS5? And the joke was that you were supposed to say a PS5 game. But no, I actually played Bully on the Xbox 360. Uh, because I've become a horrible person who only cares about achievements now. And that game is really fun to play and do achievement hunting in, because the achievements are like, trip 25 people with marbles, throw 25 eggs at 25 prefects, you know, give 50 wedgies to authority figures. It's great. That's what you want out of your achievements. It is a fun game. See, and that's what that's what I like about achievements, is they extend the shelf life of a game so that you can do other things that you wouldn't do and continue Giving to have fun, fun with the title. As long as it tells you the stuff to do. Unlike the PlayStation 5 games now where like all the trophies are hidden, so you don't know that you're supposed to give wedgies to 30 people in order to get a trophy. And then you either don't care and give up, or you look it up online because you're a trophy whore. That's me. Hey, what's going on? 
scoring trophies. Yeah, I like I like the ones that tell you what to do better because then you can set aside to be like, I'm gonna challenge myself well, to do this thing as long as and it's like not one of the dumb things hard I'm doing stuff. Is like one of the achievements is do 200 wheelies on the bike. So like whenever I'm on a bike and I'm just riding from place to place, normally I would just be Steel mashing wheelies. A to get from place to place. But now I'm like trying to do wheelies. I'm trying to do as many wheelies as I can before I get to the location. So it makes Pop it a little em. more fun. Achievements yeah, turning exactly. menial tasks into like kind of amusing sideshow type stuff. It's it's a beautiful thing. Anyway, beautiful. So Speaking I played of some amusing bully, sideshows, and then uh, then we all played the same game. Apart from that, hold on, hold on. We we have something else we, do, we need to talk we do. about I'm first. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of amusing sideshows, I want to talk about oh album my God. of the week. I totally forgot about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I was getting trod upon. Poor Dag. Yeah, it was my week for the album. Well, just so you know, I didn't listen to it. Well, I did. I, you're kicked I out did. of the podcast for the next five minutes. I need to figure out how to listen to it. I no longer have like a thirty-minute drive to work and back. So, guess you just have to set aside time from your busy schedule. Well, there was one point where I drove to a place for two hours, but it was in a dead zone, so I had to listen to my downloaded <laughs> music on no. my phone. Be not helpful. Yeah. Well, I did. Uh, Shay, you listened at least. Um. So, what is the album deck? Do you want to go ahead and introduce it? I I submitted the album until this shakes apart, which is by Five Iron Frenzy. It is a new album that came out January of this year from what has been my favorite band basically since elementary school. They actually broke up for a while. Uh, for about eight years and then got back together. This is their second album since getting back together. And the fact that it was released in 2021 uh, is what inspired me to submit it to Album of the Week because we've been talking a lot about uh, a lot of the recent submissions have been from older bands doing new albums, such as Cyber's previous... Uh, the Offspring. Uh, Offspring, yes, thank you. My brain blanked there. The Dag, Offspring what is the name of the Zyber first submitted. song on this album? Can you recall off the top of your head? I sure can't because I listened to it once for the album of the week and then went and listened to the rest of their entire discography. You for and other people sake. also did that because I, I know that it wasn't just you who was a big fan of Five Iron Frenzy. But I will say this, uh, that first song, which is called uh, In Through the Outdoor, it's not a Led Zeppelin cover, but it is a, it is a song uh, by Five Iron Frenzy that I thought was really good and set the tone nicely for the album. It, it ended up being my favorite song on the album. Uh, but they are essentially a ska punk like '90s, you know, one of those. Um, they 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 sure have some interesting subject matter in their songs for the type of band that they are. They they have like a neo political Christian like it, it. It's a bunch of like disparate elements coming together: ska punk Christianity and like anti xenophobia, anti establishment stuff. It's just it's really weird. Uh, not to say that it's bad. It's just it, it it takes some time for me to kind of wrap my head around what it is that they're trying to accomplish. Um, so it it's going to be a slow burn for me. I'm going to give it another listen. I did enjoy the musical aspects of it the first time through. A lot of like really catchy songs and and some really nice horn parts and just really good high energy stuff. Um, but I just need to I need to take some more time for it to sink in. I think. Yeah. Well, you had me at ska, so apparently you need to listen I need to, listen to all of the to albums yeah, because you're I a bomber it. and you're on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. It's um. Well, someone's got to be a bomb out of this. It's part of uh, third wave ska. Was whenever they first were were coming out, so uh, they have those uh, sort of like roots, and they have mostly gotten away from a lot of that ska sound into more of just like rock with horns in in their most recent stuff which freaking love because of the horns uh if you go further back in their discography they get much more into the ska stuff but they have always had that sort of as you said uh like neo-political sort of anti-xenophobia like they're very um critiquing they're, they're they they originally were were signed under a christian label but they were very critiquing of christianity and like the a lot actual of the, the church itself um, as opposed to not not the, the, church, not the religion yeah. and like the aspects of it but the way in which there's a there tends to be a lot of hypocrisy in the way that people present the church 
as not necessarily a great representation of the faith of Christianity in the uh, public consciousness. And they're very scathing about a lot of that representation, which is, I think, refreshing coming from on a, a Christian label. Yes, is on a Christian label. Yeah. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, you lost me at No Longer Ska. So I, I, I don't know what he's talking about with No Longer Ska, because there's definitely a lot of Ska the, elements to this album. There's there's a lot of Ska elements, but they're no longer pure Ska. They're, they, they've moved into Rock With Horns with Ska influence. It's, so it's, it's like a platformer genre. Yes, sure. They're that just actually not as not horny as they a, were when they were younger. Less emphasis on the offbeat. <laughs> I, I I love this band, and I highly recommend listening to their entire discography. Uh, this just happened to be the good jumping off point because of the whole their sound is different than it used to be that we've been seeing recently. And I really appreciate uh, your take on it, Shay, because I was very informed and, and interesting to hear. Thank I you. did I did my research. I, I did suck, my research because I. <laughs> So initially, I like I listened to it, like oh, it's just kind of like a ska rock band, and then I heard some like weird lyrics, and I think the song "Renegades," and I was like, "What the heck is going on here?" So I had to like yeah. look into that, and I was like, "Oh, this band has a really unique background," and that sort of like informed the what they were trying to do a little bit better than just than just listening to the album would have done. Which uh, I appreciate when a band makes me kind of when I care enough to go the extra mile and like do some research. Like that's a sign that you've presented something that's at least interesting to me. So good job, Dick. Yeah. It reminds me of the time that I was listening to a song while taking someone for, like, picking them up to go drive somewhere. And they're all like, oh, I love this band. Like, do you know if they're, like, having a tour or whatever? I'm just like, I don't even remember the name of this band. I just like the song. I have no idea who this is, but it's music that I like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now that we've done that and I feel vindicated, we can talk about Skyward Sword HD that we've all three played. Um, I will. Great. I will say this. Uh, I have not really gotten far enough into the actual remake to tell how very different it is. So I kind of would uh, say I played it. I bought it. You want to talk about it next week? I have. I, I have one comment yeah. on how different it is, and and maybe Zyber, you can you can uh, also sort of. I'll bounce this off of you too. Do you? My number one memory of Skyward Sword is Fi talking constantly it wasn't like wow if i talks a lot it was oh my god shut up and let me play the game and i would actually get angry and i yeah. she she like yeah, barely talks ridiculous. at all in this and it's great it makes the game so much better and i'm i'm probably five hours in or so and uh it yeah yeah she only shows up now like if you get to a new area if there's a new dousing which you don't need to douse use, by the way if you don't want to or which is great have you ever uh, needed Douse? In the original, you kind of had to to unlock progression. Now, they've now made it that you don't have to. If you know where to go, you can just go there. Oh, I didn't notice but, that. Uh, yeah, it used to be in the Wii one, you had to Douse to unlock the ability to go to the next place. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, it's, it's real, real stupid, stupid just complained. like most of that game. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, yeah, I, I will I'm, say a big change... For for me, is not having to lay the Wiimote flat to sync it. Now you <laughs> oh just have goodness. the Joy-Con. You just point at the screen, press Y. Whoa, whoa. Ho hold Are you using the motion controls? Or X, whatever it is. Heck yeah, I'm using the motion controls. Motion controls are awesome. I'll be honest, I've been tempted to use the motion controls. You guys are nuts. I love the button controls. They, yeah. To me, they feel so much more responsive. Button controls sound they so feel boring. So much more responsive should... than the motion controls. We we should deep dive on button versus motion next week for sure. Have fun moving the camera while holding L down. Have L. fun waving your arms around like, like a lunatic trying to get Link to do what you want him to do in the first boss fight in the game, and it's freaking impossible. Why would I wave my Jokes arms around? You. I just have to move my wrist. I am a lunatic. No, you have to move your arms. You may be both right. of your arms, not even just the one with the not even the one with the Wii remote. Both of your arms yeah, and your legs. My whole body is a dance. It's a rhythm game in disguise. Just dance. And I love rhythm games. That's how you get, hey, that's how you get your Manny Petty. What? Bringing it back to the manicure and pedicure with the control 
see it's a I just need a facial massage. I think I blacked out during that part of the episode. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Ouch. Um Hey, you want to call it on uh, normal talk and get into the fan fiction? Because yeah, let's uh, do what you said, Dag, and talk more about Skyward Sword next week. Because I think we'll we'll all have more yeah. of a solidified opinion by then. I know everyone was just dying to hear it this week because uh, you know the game came out exactly one week ago from recording, and really we should have played it by now. But instead, we're going to read a fan fiction about the Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. It's called uh, what is it called? Wind the Wind Bomber. The Wind Something Wind like Bomber. That. See, the, the Skyward Sword thing is just a way to make sure that uh, everybody listening this week listens to next ah, week. We gotcha. Cliffhanger. <laughs> entertainment industry strikes again. Take that. All right. Take us away. Right, so unfortunately, shade. I narrate the, the, uh, the, oh my God, the fan fiction. And, uh, and as a result, you're going to have to listen to me now. And we are moving on to chapter two of The Wind Bomber by Josie. Our best friend of the show. Chapter 2, The Forsaken Fortress, Part 1. Tetra's ship continued to get... Oh, no. Are we gonna... What? <laughs> I, what? I don't know what's going on. This Discord, you, you, you've disconnected. I'm, Are yeah, you still, I'm still here? Show? I'm totally still here. I'm still recording. Oh, you're, now, now you're quiet. Okay. Can, can you see me? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I can hear him fine now. Okay, Okay. okay I back. guess I'm you're back. back I'm Take keeping all that in, just so that everyone knows the pain <laughs> that we have to go through every week to get this done. All right. Uh, recap of Chapter 1. Uh, stuff happened. Chapter 2. Tetra's ship continued to get further from Outset Island. Lynx, or was it Deg's? Grandmother, still waving as they drifted away. Though the graphics were still odd and felt hard to interact with, the world itself felt relatively natural. Deg could still taste the salty ocean as the ship <laughs> gross as the ship crashed into each wave. There was still a breeze whisking his hair around. He turned to Zyber. I'm gonna go see Nico. I'm not sure how easily I can get across the platforms, but I don't know if we can move on to the fortress until I keep playing. Now, what are you gonna do? Burp. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Sorry, I have nervous indigestion. Deg rolled his eyes. <laughs> Look. I'm going to go. Stay out here, and we'll meet at the top of the lookout It should be post. noted, uh, before we continue, that Josie really had only listened to one episode of the podcast when she wrote this, <laughs> and I love that she's already picking up that Zyber just burps, like, frequently throughout the podcast. And that's, like, a thing that just happens. Well, you know, I tried not burping since I've then. actually burped a lot this episode, uh, so that was me. Did uh, you? Yes, I've burped multiple times. Um, it's on. It's on the recording, but Discord didn't pick it up. Where are we in this I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, fan fiction? I'm going, I'm going, hold on. <laughs> Nico's Zyber game. nodded and turned back to the ocean, leaning against the side of the boat. He did look a bit nauseous, but Deg couldn't do anything about that now. Nico's game, as it turned out, was fairly easy. Deg was starting to feel really comfortable with the movement involved with being a video game character, and he was almost happy by the time Nico gave him the spoils bag. As he climbed the stairs back down to the main deck, he pushed to try to remember the next parts of the game. Zyber was going to launch him in a barrel to the island. He was going to have to sneak around the fortress. What did he even get at the fortress? His breathing got quick as he climbed the ladder. He kept trying to calm himself down and not hyperventilate. From the corner of his eye, he could still see the Twitch chat looming over him. He thought about asking for help, but he couldn't imagine what they would possibly do. There was a high likelihood that they didn't even truly realize the extent of what they were watching. Zyber was waiting for Deg at the top of the ladder. I have an idea. He looked proud of himself and far less panicked than Deg felt. Although, as Deg was going to be the one shot from a cannon, this seemed reasonable to him. Is it a way to avoid being shooting across the ocean Deg in a asked. barrel? Zyber laughed, then burped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying about the speedrunners who use randomizers. Sometimes you come across a situation where you can keep your sword for the Forsaken Fortress. Deg felt a new pang of anxiety. He had forgotten Link loses his sword. And? I mean, we're real people. Let's find a way to keep your sword. Let's tie it to you or something. In the end, they settled on a rope cinched around Deg's waist and the hilt of the sword. Deg's, chumach, Deg's stomach churned as he... St Look, <laughs> it's been a long day. Deg's stomach churned as he stepped into the barrel, already nestled into the cannon. Cyber. I'm sure he'll be fine. Cyber said with more confidence than Deg really thought was warranted. 
and I'll be able to help you. You've got that stone thing. Deg nodded. He refrained from talking, afraid that if he opened his mouth, he'd lose his lunch. Without warning, Zyver lit the cannon. Deg screamed. rushing around him, he felt the force of the blast shoving him into the back of the barrel, and then his stomach flipped as he started back towards the ground. Everything was wrong. This was how he was going to die. Surely, just because a video game character didn't die, that doesn't mean he could survive this fall. How did he let Zyber just light the cannon? Where was his brain when he made that decision? Why was he in this godforsaken game? Regret and fear washed over him, drowning him and taking the air from his lungs. But it was fine. He landed just inside the gate, sword still tied to his hip, barrel shattered in pieces around him. As he lay on the ground, he gave himself a moment. His eyes closed, inhaling deeply. He wanted to go home. He became aware of the pirate's charm in his pocket. Zyber's muffled voice was trying to talk to him from the glowing rock, which felt warm and rough as Deg pulled it out. Oh, gross. (laughs) Deg, can you hear me? Yes! You don't need to shout! We're trying to be sneaky! Uh, I don't know what I can do from here, but uh, call me if you need me. Deg rolled his eyes again. What was the point of that? He inched closer to the main entrance, focusing on his breathing again. His hand on his sword, he eased through the gate and crept along the shadows of the main courtyard. The air felt cool and damp. It smelled like mildew. Physically, he had the same amount of energy as when he started the day. He knew that he could keep playing as long as he needed, but his head pounded harder and sharper with every step he took. He grabbed a barrel from the side of the wall where he was still in the dark, wondering to himself what the island was doing with all of these barrels anyway. He'd have to walk under it and stop any time a guard approached him. His goal at this point was to take out the Bokoblin at the watchtower so he could avoid the light better. As Deg moved across the courtyard to the staircase, a patrolling Moblin turned his way. He dropped the barrel, standing completely still underneath. His only line of sight was a crack down the side of the boards. The Moblin came closer. Shivers ran down Deg's spine, the thing's snort becoming louder. Deg was breathing hard. Surely the Moblin could hear it. The creature reeked. It smelled like sweat and rancid milk. It was coming right for him. The the Moblin came up to Deg's barrel and gave a great snort, smelling it to investigate. It it leaned... We stopped with the little... It's just it's really gross good. imagery. It leaned over, face coming cl- It's The writing is better than the reading. It leaned over, face coming, <laughs> face coming closer to the crack Deg used to see out of. Deg shut his eyes, held his breath, and tried not to move. I bet Shay is the Moblin. 